Hello and welcome. This is Punch Panorama. I'm Rachel Akulabi. So today, we'll take a look at the topic, marry from your culture. And our reference is um, Governor Solido's daughter on our recent engagement to Arinze. And her name is Adara. And two of the names, you can tell that they're both from the same ethnic group. Despite the fact that they were out of the country in Morocco while she was sharing this fantastic news. So, ladies and gentlemen, from an emphatic point of view, let's discuss culture and marriage. You'd agree that marriage is a legally and socially sanctioned union between a man and a woman that is regulated by law, rules, customs, beliefs, and attitudes. Okay, and which prescri- and those attitudes and belief systems prescribe the rights and duties of the partners. And and these also accord status to their offspring if they have any. We must therefore understand that the diversity in culture and the true complexities in marriage and how diverse cultures in marriage and dating can bring about many complexities, you would agree. And don't forget that culture is ideology. An ideology is a way of life and a way of thinking which influences our thoughts, our actions and how we see life, how we see issues and how we relate with people generally and how we manage our existence and coexistence with people. So therefore, when we say marry from your culture, it means marry from a group of persons who think and see issues from the same point of view that you do. It probably brings more agreeability and less confusion less disagreement and probably an easier way to see issues it doesn't mean that we can't be neighbors but marriage is different and ladies and gentlemen you'd agree that when people marry from similar cultures and behavioral patterns one is tempted to see that there is more understanding there's a more cordial outlook and approach to issues and to live in i won't marry from a group of persons who disdain your culture or have no regard for it and you, you would agree that you won't be able to coexist peaceably with anyone who does or does not understand your culture or has no regard for it. For example, a simple issue around culture which could cause chaos in a family, especially if the family are from two distinct groups. For example, let's use Yoruba and Hindu. So you say the word, the statement, Lagos is no man's land. During that Lagos is no man's saga, you would agree that that statement almost puts on inter-tribal marriages, especially marriages with Yorubas, in a state of complete disorderliness. That level of argument and you know, total disorder in, in conversations was a good example, or is still a good example of culture in marriage and how culture shapes our thoughts and perception to issues and leaving. So your wife says to the husband, oh, Lagos is no man's land. The man thinks you just abused my entire family just abused my dynasty you just grabbed all our property and you're thinking excuse me it belongs to everybody and the more you say that the more the guy just thinks what a foolish way to to think even if he was the brave or the woman but the lady shared with me in america how that statement almost caused complete almost broke down her marriage and even her friendship and she, she just concluded that i'm in age long friendship so of maybe between her and a non yoga friend and a non friend and it was a pure issue of ideology. Now during this saga a lady wrote on Twitter how she could almost po- how she almost felt like poisoning her husband for his stance on the issue of Lagos in no man's land. Now she's evil and the man Yoruba and a Twitter another Twitter user replied and said 
why don't you just divorce him? And you therefore agree that how both of them saw the issue or the subject on the topic was a function of cultural ideology and the perceptions which shapes our approach to life and to living. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we may not have many issues coming up in marriages and when we share divergent cultural perspectives, <laughs> do we then say that the household only always been chaos all the time? Or spouses become angrily silent just to maintain peace one wonders how long such peace and silence would last. If your marriage is going 40 years, you have to be quiet all the time. Maybe you should therefore just marry from the culture. Now, even issues around food, issues around circumcision, tribal marks, even the traditional marriages and the and, and, and all the rights that come with it and the behavioral patterns must be respected, you know, and accepted by the person whom you want to marry or who wants to marry you. If family members already say, hey, to your ethnic group, it's either an ethnic group that you're from, or, or, or to your traditional marriage rights and the process, and then you just force your way into their lives because you need a husband or a wife badly, or you discover that you, you have to cajole and try to you know, hide all your cultural biases which your people have about you by marrying from a more equitable culture, or to prove acceptance to your people, it won't be long before your culture and ideology finds you out and the real you will show. As the real issues will definitely, definitely find you out. Ladies and gentlemen, if someone is saying, Oh, you want to marry from here? Oh, why is your list so expensive? Why don't you marry from a culture where they just believe in who you are? A good example of issues that may come up in cultures. For example, a guy is an albino. It's for example maybe for me a, a group of persons in Southwest or even we go. Why people believe that albinos are demons and then oh, and they should be thrown into the jungle and then they just believe that um, they just aren't worth living and he has already had a cultural disability in his head. Even though he has two hands, two legs and all the sense organs are working, the only function problem he has is the color of the skin. And then therefore, such an individual runs down south to marry from a group of persons like Yorubas who have accepted their own albinos over the years and have thrown away age-long practices that discriminate them in any way. And then you forget after a while, after such a person has found acceptance and he begins to remind you his spouse how much of an evil guy he is. He won't be long, ladies and gentlemen, before those issues that chased him from home to marrying Yoruba land or down south finds him out. And if he's not careful, such a marriage will just scatter for cultural ideological differences. But when you marry for love, when you marry for the right reasons, for companionship, and not to hide your cultural inadequacies, the ones that you covered up back home, and then you paint it with a legal space just to find acceptance, but you marry genuinely, you know, you people love you, you don't marry to prove anything to your people or for inheritance sakes. Maybe because in your region of a country, there's no, nothing is fair for the girl child or the woman or for the group that you're from, maybe a marginalized group. And then you marry, for, you marry genuinely for love and then you marry somebody who disdains you in any way. Issues are seen from a more cocoa perspective and solved as such. I want this template to say that pastors and clergymen should be careful and reduce how they tell people to marry from anywhere, just anywhere in the country, okay? And say that we're all from heaven, we're all from Zion. No, allow people research on the culture before you tell them just to marry from anywhere because when the issues arise, even the pastor may just be too busy in his helicopter to address the issue. 
okay um and we we, we do share how should we do that because we need to populate the groups that we belong or the institutions that we should check don't forget that marriage in itself is deep and it could be complex and cultural issues and it's diversity and even deepen this complexity sometimes and now don't because you need to be politically and religiously correct to populate your group and tell people to intermarry as the please no people might must be allowed to encourage to marry first from their culture or purchase from a country quite similar to theirs or the ones that they understand so that when you say that in your tribe the Yoruba does not prostrate for anybody and then you get to a Yoruba man's house the fact that you can't even prostrate or you or you prostrate your chest is not fast you're going to just you just got it all wrong okay why should you go through all that level of wahala even when you act like you want to prostrate you're just saying to yourself oh my god it's just lying why not just marry from your, your a woman from your region that there is less trouble in society ladies and gentlemen we therefore emphasize again that you marry from your culture marry from a group of persons that you understand and who accept you marry from a group of persons who do not disdain your culture don't forget that in this context um we should say that people should be allowed to research the culture of this power of their spouses or, or where they're going into what is the, their culture on marriage what is their culture how do they deal with children what's their culture on fertility issues ivf culture on having special children because nobody wants to have any when they come do you have a culture where you believe you throw them into the jungle what's their culture on widowhood What's the culture they have an albino child? What's the culture should the guy die? If a Yoruba woman, for example, marries an Igbo guy, okay, and in Yoruba land, when the guy dies, it's just a forty-day burial right, and then they take the woman to Igbo land and they put her through almost a one-year widow right? She comes back home, and people tell her, "Oh, they want you," and then they put a cost, don't ever marry from there again, and the cost begins to linger for many years. Why do you bother? Why didn't the man just marry from his own people? And the woman, when she subjects her to such rights, she doesn't see it as any problem. And if there are inequities there, they can face it together. Research on the issues around girl, child and inheritance and polygamy and so on. And that way, we're going to have less issues. Don't forget that we don't have all the answers when it comes to marriage. But at least it's a bit more predictable that you understand where you are headed. Okay? So that you know what exactly you're going into. Why am I from a group of persons who disdain your food or believe that your girls can cook? You know, some people just really buy girls, they can't cook. It's surprising when people say that. You probably just say they can't cook your food. Oh, they're just brainy and brilliant. It's just books they know. They can't cook. They're not housekeepers. No, you already disdain them. So don't marry them. Marry your own people who can cook all the time. That too, we're going to have less chaos. Now, what am I from a group of persons whom you believe? Um, okay, I think we've already said that. Okay, when my from a group of persons who believe that all special children should be thrown away into the jungle or remain uneducated or unaccepted, why not marry from your people who accept such children and understand the journey with you, even if they do not like it? 
and deep down. But at least you will accept and educate that child and give that child that hope and opportunity to thrive. Ladies and gentlemen, we can go on and on about the diversities in our culture. And as Nigerians, don't forget we're a group of persons with extremely diverse behavioral patterns. With some cultures, we're more equitable than the others. With us, the Yorubas are very equitable. It's the reason everybody looks down south for many things, for inheritance, for property ownership. Okay, we therefore say, therefore say that let's just marry from our cultures and as couples of the same ethnic group, let's go and face the inequities in our cultures together. Exactly, you will marry Zimbo. Whatever inequities exist in your culture, both of you can face it together. Having lived in Lagos, for instance, or Southwest, we take the ideology there to correct it so that generations from now there will be better social integration and better social development and people can intermarry better. Or better still, we don't need to intermarry, at least it will be easier to live together. Without intercultural and intertribal marriages, will bring about less pain and regret based on the shocking experiences some people discovered. Once married to persons from a tribe and ethnic group completely different from theirs, especially when there are a lot of inequities. If a Yoruba girl, if a Yoruba man, ever an Igbo guy, marries a Yoruba lady, or better still, if a Yoruba guy marries an Igbo lady and, for example, the guy dies, and the lady is not subjected to any form of rigorous legal rights, why would the Yoruba girl who marries an Igbo lady not be subjected to such legal rights? I mean, that is something God forbid that can happen in marriage. That's inequity. So, if you're going to, if if we would treat you well when you marry us, and you don't treat us well when you marry, then marry your own people. That's where the inequities are better managed, and nobody's going to argue to so tribalism or being biased in any way. Okay. Um, I shared a story once about a new woman that I met who married from Imo State, and the lady died ten years ago. We're still telling her up to now he's not married yet. And I asked him why he said he can't even tell why. Please go by from a woman for the lady is when she died. And he explained that what he went through, he can't even tell. Another uncle, Mochid, who was stating some in particular here in Lagos, Nigeria. And they had assumed that oh, the girl had become Yoruba, she was pregnant and then died before she, he married her. He had to marry. I mean, they wore a wedding gown for her. And he had to he would be subjected to a dead body. Till day she's still not married, almost 14 years after. Now, if you're going to subject people to that level of inequities, then let your girls date people from your region who understand such, such practices. It's unfair, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't treat you that way when you marry us in Yoruba land, and you treat our brothers and sisters like that when they marry in your region. So, work on inequities, and that's where it is. Yeah, people will not run from you when you say, oh, you're Igbo. And the university just take off. Love will not conquer that because when you're gone, or I mean, culture is ideology. You begin to see the issue from an from an ideological perspective. It won't always be the case, and gentlemen. Let's work on our cultures and let's marry from our own people and our own nation. And our nation will be a better place to live. And there will be less into tribal and inter ethnic chaos in families. Don't forget that it's not about singing. Oh, just singing Igbo so that we can accept the songs. No. Sing and sing about the inequities in your culture so that people can accept you. Throw up your property open to your girls, to your women, so that when, when people marry you and they only have daughters, they're not looking back home at their father's properties because they have nothing. Whereas when they turn the tables around to you, you benefit everything when you come to marry yourself. Open up your property to for sale so that we can buy 24, 30 houses, pass of land, and come and live in Anamba, in Nairi, in Abakaliki. We know the property belongs to us. Okay, so, and if you cannot do that and pay back the good the Southwest gives to people, especially in the then marry you from your own people. 
and leaves a property and then go back home. Okay, then ask yourself when anyone or anything good. There's a reason they never wanted to be married to you in the first place. It's your culture. Your culture says, oh, if they don't marry you, the child bears your name. Oh, in Yoruba land, whether they marry you or not, the child is out of eyes. And then that child grows up in a bit of confusion, trying to wonder exactly who he is. And this is just linger 40, 50 years, and children live like that without pain. Ladies and gentlemen, share your thoughts with us when they need to on the subject marry from your culture or from a culture that you understand or a culture that is similar to yours. We'd like to hear from you. Let's see it from the Adara Soludo version and a half Barinzel with wealthy and influential told this route. The wine is you and I. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy.